Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, there's going to be no kangaroo tour or no test matches at the end of this season due to COVID, but I thought it would be good to name a merit kangaroo side solely based on the State of Origin series. So the way that I did this, to be fair, is I based it over the three games. So, you know, guys that obviously played in three games, depending on how their performances were, would obviously value over guys that played in one game. So one guy that I'll be honest with you that I'm sure you were all expecting to make it was Harry Grant in my side. I haven't picked Harry Grant in my side. He played 56 minutes in the series and he was incredible. Don't get me wrong. But the guys that I have picked, I think they had a larger impact on the series and for longer. So Harry Grant is one that hasn't made it, which I'm sure everyone was expecting me to name in my side. And believe me, it's killed me not to have him in there. If I was picking just my best 17 from it, I think I would have him on the bench. But for me right now, uh, I'm picking this based on performances in origin over the three games. I think that's the fairest way to do it. Now, at fullback, I've gone for James Tedesco. Obviously missed game three, but in the first two games, he was sensational. Game two, he was unbelievable. Game one... He has a career game for nearly every other fullback in the comp, and unfortunately, we consider that a Tuesday afternoon for James Tedesco. 300 metres, a heap of attacking stats, tackle breaks. He was sensational. Game two, he blew him away. He was second or third best on the park, and game three, he looked really good. He'd already scored a try, as lucky as it was, and he was on in that game, and then he was knocked out. So James Tedesco, he really picks himself at fullback, of course. Queensland Maroons, they had three different fullbacks, so it really made it hard not to pick Tedesco, but... Even if AJ played all three games, I couldn't see him probably knocking off Tedesco. He's the world's best player, and he's a sensational footballer. On the wings, I've gone for the two New South Wales wingers. Uh, Xavier Coates is really hard to leave out of this, but I thought defensively he had a couple of issues in game two. I think Josh Adokar has been sensational all series. He he looked kind of injured to me in game three, to be honest with you, but I really thought he was a smoky for man of the series if he had a good game. He's been sensational, especially playing out of position on the other wing. Uh, the other man I had on the wing is Daniel Tupu. He's had a fantastic uh, fantastic origin series. It's been a while out of the game for him, and he just came back and absolutely lit it up. He had a couple of 
uh, forgettable moments. I mean, he was the man that threw the loose pass to Cameron Munster in game one, which was unfortunate. But outside of that, he's had a sensational series. And he's, I think he scored two tries, but it, it was his tough curries out of his own end that I thought was just a huge point of difference for the Blues. You looked in game two and you looked at uh, the kick return meters, and it was the same the whole series. And Daniel Tupper, he really leaded, uh, uh, led that. Sorry. I think he had 30 hit-ups in game two, which is sensational. In the centres, I've gone for two Queenslanders. Dane Gagai picks himself uh, the best back on the field for me. Best outside back on the field across all three games. He was sensational, Dane Gagai. Really gave Jack White and the Dahlia medalist a bath in game one. I've never seen Jack White embarrassed like that over the last few years. It was special from Gagai. This is what he does. Origin gags. He's a special fella. And the other man I went for was Kurt Catewell. Now, there was no other centre that really stood out for me. The next man would have been Clint Gutherson, uh, a guy that I wouldn't have picked in centre in the first place, but I think he did play well defensively. He had a couple of problems, but he did lay on a few tries for Josh Adokar. Outside of Gago, though, none of the centres really grabbed this game. I couldn't put Jack White in there, essentially just off game one. Um, and I think Kurt Cable, when he was at centre, he did really well. He didn't let anyone down. He was really solid. He moved to the back row then, still playing out on the edge. So it was really hard there. You know, if you go on a full three game just because Gutho played centre and all, then you probably go him. But I think Catewell was the second best centre in this series. So I've gone with Kirk Catewell at centre. Uh, six, the money man. He picks himself. Cameron Munster was sensational. Cody Walker was great in game two. Don't get me wrong. And he was really good when he came on in game one. But Munster, that performance in game three, we'll never see something like that again. That was sensational. And game one, he was sensational. He came up with a match-winning play. So Cameron Munster picks himself at six. Seven was really difficult. Uh, DCE got man of the match in game one. Cleary got man of the match in game two. Came down to game three. And for me, DCE, he wasn't outstanding. He didn't have a huge highlights package, but he led his team around really well. And personally, I think the Blues, they win game three if you swap the halfbacks over. I think DCE, his experience, it really showed in that game and he controlled them. He knew Cameron Munster had the hot hand and Sometimes that's a skill that's really undervalued, knowing when someone else has the hot hand and letting them run with it. So DCE was my halfback in this side, uh, which is sensational for him. I remember when they lost to Tonga a year ago, I said, I think that'll be the last game of rep football he plays. Egg all over my face. I'm picking him in my Australian side now. Well done to DCE. In the front row, Josh Papali, big series again, sensational. Scored one try and just led from the front all game. Probably didn't play as many minutes as I expected him to, but... I should have known that with Wayne Bennett. We know how he works his bench rotation. So Josh Papali is the best front row in the game. He was sensational in this series. The man I chose with him was Daniel Saifidi from the Blues. I thought he was the best forward for the Blues over the three games. He was unbelievable. Freddie picked him from obscurity last year. He was laughed up. He copped a heap of shit. And he's just gone to a new level in the last year. And he was had a sensational series. I think he won an award for the Blues the other night. I'm not sure what it was. It wasn't the Brad Fittler medal. But I think it was something about, you know, showing team spirit or something. And I think he had a sensational uh, series, Daniel Saifidi. And I I know Freddie cops a lot of shit for it, but I back him picking Saifidi over David Clemmer 100%. Saifidi has delivered for him. Hooker was a really tough one. We had Jake Friend and Damian Cook fighting out for this spot. And both defensively were sensational. In attack, neither really lit it up. I mean, you would think Damian Cook would have the advantage there. I don't think he really did. And the thing that just just decided it for me was that Damien Cook in attack, he has just he's just got a little bit of a stutter in his game and he just I just need him to back himself. I think he just makes a couple of rogue decisions and I don't think he always gets the cleanest ball to his halves. And there was a lot of time where he either went the wrong way or he gave a bad ball to Cleary or he did it to Luke Keary in game one as well and it really put them under pressure. 
Uh, Damien Cook scored a try in game one, which people want to talk about. In my opinion, it was a poor option. He went the wrong way. He put in a poor kick. He got a lucky rebound. Game one, the first 20 minutes, Damien Cook didn't get off the bus until the, until he scored that try, which was lucky. So I've gone for Jake Friend, the 33-year-old or whatever he is, making his debut in origin. I think he was really good in this series, really solid. Um, and he just played the role he had to. He held the middle, and he let Harry Grant and Ben Hunt come on in their games when they didn't really excel. I really like what Jake Friend did, really solid. I think it'll probably be his last Origin series, but I think he can hold his head high for his performances there. So I went Jake Friend slightly over Damian Cook, but really am splitting hairs there. I think you could tell me Damian Cook, and I probably couldn't put up a fair argument against you. I think either could have got it. I've gone with Jake Friend. In the back row, I've gone for two Blues. I've gone Tyson Rizal. I think he was a really underrated performer in this series. He was sensational. I think he got split in game two. And just some of the tackles and some of the runs, he was just finding elbows and knees. He filled a bit of a void once Boyd Cordner when he really lifted. He's an origin player, and he always plays well in sky blue. The other man's Angus Crichton. Now, he came in once Boyd Cordner was injured, and he like he played game one and game two, obviously, in the middle, and he was sensational. But game three, I just thought he was unbelievable out on the edge. The Roosters have got one hell of a talent there, and... Personally, I think he has to be on the edge. I don't think he can be played in the middle anymore, but when he is in the middle, he's just played so well, so it's hard to argue with whatever Trent Robinson does there. But, geez, when I saw him on the on the left edge, the runs he was making and the way that he bends the line, Angus Crichton, he is a real talent. He was the other man that made the second row for me alongside Tyson Frizzell. At 13, you had Big Tino, or you had Jake Trevojevic, and Tino was sensational, but I just thought Jake Trevojevic, it was a really underrated series for him, and some of the tackles he pulled off in Game 2, they were just Trevor Gilmeister-like. Uh, Jake Trevojevic, I think Game 3, he made 53 tackles as well, just a tireless workhorse. I really liked the way Jake Trevojevic went about his business. He would have been disappointed he didn't have the C next to his name or the VC next to his name. thought he put in a really solid performance, and I think if you were to ask the Blues players how much Jake Trevojevic meant to them in this series. I think they'd say that he was massive. Now on the bench, this is where it got difficult and jersey number 14, I already mentioned that I didn't go with Harry Grant here. So I've gone with Nathan Cleary. He was sensational in game two. Had his little moments in game uh, one and game three. Kicked a good 40-20 in game three. And I guess, you know, it's been a really hard series for Cleary. It's been a really hard month for Nathan Cleary. I think based solely off his performance in Game 2, after Munster, that was definitely the performance of the Origin Series. So Nathan Cleary gets jersey 14 for me. 15 goes to Christian Welsh. Uh, Didn't play huge minutes in Game 1. Game 3, he was massive. And what he did play in Game 1, he was sensational. Uh, Putting great pressure on the kick and just leading from the front. I love what I saw from Christian Welsh uh, this series. He's really established himself as one of the best front rowers in the game. Calls himself the White Rhino because he's the last of his make your eight metres and just do the simple things. No explosiveness, no offloads, just get through your work. And I love that about him. The next man on my list is Jaden Sewer. Started on the bench in game one, and I could not work out why he started ever since. And I think he's been really good in his first Origin series. This is a guy that I said 10 weeks ago now that I think he'd play Origin. I got laughed at. People gave me a heap of shit. This guy is well and truly up to state of Origin. He's a sensational footballer. He's got a big career ahead of him. And I think he can hold his head high how he performed in this Origin series. And the last man is a guy that I said shouldn't be in this team. I would have had Mofot Awaker in over him. How wrong I was. Lindsay Collins really interesting with Collins you know you I, I was speaking to someone on Instagram the other day I think it was Josh and I was saying to him that you know when you pick sorry he was saying to me when you pick your origin benches they tend to be you know starting front rowers in teams but Wayne Bennett he went for a bench man from the Roosters Lindsay Collins and he did a sensational job and you know there's an argument that your bench players in origin they should be bench players 
NRL because they're used to bringing that sort of impact. They understand the tempo they have to bring and they know how to do that little that work in a short burst. I thought Lindsay Collins was sensational. If I was to pick a Kangaroos team just based off form at the moment, I think he would. I would have him in there. He was sensational for Queensland. Thoroughly deserves his spot. As for the coach, I think you have to go Wayne Bennett here. The man that got the chocolates, I think Freddie made a couple of poor decisions here. Didn't ha- quite have his team up. Had a few hurdles to overcome in game three, but he wasn't able to overcome them. So Wayne Bennett for me, the king of, of man managers, he gets the coaching spot for me. That's my kangaroo's merit side. I didn't reveal it all on Instagram, so there might be a couple of surprises here for you. I hope you enjoyed it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 